Hello and welcome to Walk the Pod, your daily walking show where I take my podcast for a walk because I don't have a dog. You take 10 minutes to walk in nature and pay attention to what's directly in front of you. This is the wisdom and walking show for people who make things. My name is Rachel Wheely, a human in the world, trying to figure out how to be. It's the greyest, misest day in the world on the cycle path in SW19. Rain index 0.25, but pretty relentless with it, just drizzling. children are out in coats with their hoods up in the Wimbledon Chase Primary School. Welcome to this first Friday episode of Series 25 of Walk the Pod. It's always nice to have a new thing to experiment with uh, with Walk the Pod. What I've been experimenting with over this last week is a private podcast feed which is available uh, to the patrons of Walk the Pod. It's called Walk the Pod Tea Break. I've released four episodes so far and you get it by joining the Walk the Pod Walking Club. So if you'd like to hear me reading longer extracts of things like quotes from interviews and bits of writing, essays by various people and all kinds of longer form things like that. Go to rachelwheelieisfunny.com and join the walking club like Laura Hobson did today. Very, very exciting uh, to have a new potty in the walking club and Laura Uh, is walking on the Ridgeway Trail at Ivanhoe Beacon. So that is um, on the Buckinghamshire border, I think. And very, very exciting to have a new potty in the walking club. So if you'd like to join Laura and the other lunchtime legends... RachelWheelieIsFunny.com What I've been uh, listening to mostly today is an interview with somebody called Marvin Minsky. Now, I personally think that Marvin Minsky is the reason why Marvin in The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is called Marvin. Because I know that Douglas Adams originally based him on a character called Andrew Marshall and... That the, that the robot was uh, called Marshall in the original version of the radio script and uh, it got changed partly because Douglas didn't want um, the confusion of, of uh, Marvin being like a, a kind of p- police name, Marshall being like Marshall Law. So he changed it partly for that reason, but I think mostly because Andrew Marshall would have been furious. And and so the character got renamed Marvin, and I think Adams named him after Marvin Minsky. 
mostly because I have been listening to Marvin Minsky explaining theories from physics and it's very reminiscent to me of a bit of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy that takes place at the restaurant at the end of the universe in which Ford Prefect is trying to explain to somebody what the universe is like and he he talks about getting an ebony bath and filling it with sand and then having the sand drain away through through the hole at the bottom of the bath and then filming it and playing the film through the projector backwards and it's just this really ludicrous explanation of how the universe works and it to me it's very similar to the way that Marvin Minsky talks about physics uh, concept now I might be wrong about that and there's no evidence to suggest that that's correct at all but that's my personal theory and I'm sticking to it Marvin Minsky is one of the founders of artificial intelligence. Uh, I've just sent the video that I was watching to my dad on the basis that he will be all over this. He'll know about all of this stuff and probably will have seen Marvin speaking at the start of this process when he was actually working on artificial intelligence at its, in its infancy. But it's interesting to me that it all came out of a study of psychology rather than mathematics. Um, very interesting indeed. Anyway, so that's what I've been doing with my day. Uh, this is now day three, COVID tapes day three. I'm feeling significantly better, although I'm also aware that this walking in 0.25 rain index drizzle um, will inevitably tire me out. And I feel tired just walking around. I do not feel absolutely replenished with energy at all, so I think few more days yet before I can say I'm recovered. I mean, nobody's recovered from COVID on day three, are they? I'm expecting too much there. And I have to also remember that I'm still convalescing from surgery a few weeks ago. So come on, Rach, chances of you being better on day three of COVID after all of that, kind of negligible, I would say. Anyway, <laughs> what can I see directly in front of me? Uh, somebody in a pink anorak with a tennis racket over their left shoulder and a bag of tennis balls over their right shoulder and a mask that isn't over their face walking towards me. Drizzle, that's the other thing I can see. I can hear an aeroplane quite low overhead and everything else I can see is sort of a, it's a tangled mass of branches of the foresty bit of the cycle path stretching into the distance and kids with their hoods up some have fluffy hoods they look very cozy uh, trying to see whether there's a kid with its hood over its head running around pretending to be an aeroplane because that's a classic playground look can't actually see anybody doing that at the moment, which is disappointing. There's lots of kids playing football. There were a load of kids who'd gone. You know how I've told you about this before. There's a, there's a sort of substation just inside the chain link fence of the school. So a brick cube with a big metal grate door on the, on the side of it. And it's, it's positioned in just such a way that as a kid, if you go between that substation and the chain link fence, uh, you can climb up the chain link fence somewhere where the teachers can't see you. So there were lots of kids doing that when I came out. Uh, 
climbing six foot in the air without being told off because the teachers can't see them there. I have now spotted a kid with its hood over its head and it's flying around, so that's good. What a day on the cycle path potties. It's a bit miz, but the people who are stomping around here look, uh, look quite happy to be out of the front door. Something I'm always really interested to see is, is the people who I latch on to in terms of creative inspiration. The people who really inspire me are often the ones who will talk at enormous length about their creative process. And they're also often the ones who at some stage will address the issue of things not working, of other people thinking their ideas are terrible or their ideas actually simply not working or in the case of Marvin Minsky he talks about you know being a mathematician coming up with a theory and then having somebody disprove your theory and he he talks about that in a very open way which and and I think that this is what all the people who creatively inspire me have in common is they have this absolute rejection of any shame associated with their theory being disproved, their thing failing, their thing not working, whatever it is. They all come along at some stage in the literature, in the canon of things that they've said in public with something along the lines of failure isn't a problem. It just simply isn't a problem. And it's not some kind of like slightly annoying kind of um, creativity coach style like embrace failure thing and there's plenty of that around as well but somehow when you see a when you see a creativity coach type guru person saying embrace failure it feels a bit difficult to get on board with that because you're kind of like well on what basis should I embrace failure it doesn't really make any sense an interview I listened to with uh, somebody who used to make very high-level props and special effects for Star Wars and other films like that, whose first name was Adam, and I'm sorry to say I've forgotten his second name, said, um, when people talk about failure, they're talking about iteration. They don't mean real failure. Real failure is getting drunk and missing your daughter's birthday party. Uh, <laughs> I wish I could remember who said that. Um, anyway... Do you see what I mean, though? Uh, and, and it's interesting when we go back to real creatives. Like, Marvin Minsky was somebody who maintained a childlike enthusiasm for things all the way through his life, would, get, would dive headlong into his projects without ever thinking, oh, well, actually, I don't have time to be doing this, or should I be doing something else, or should I, you know, all this self-doubt. He was somebody who struck me as not really suffering from that. He, he strikes me as somebody who would just be interested in a thing and get right into it for a long period of time. And, um, and his attitude is very much like, somebody disproves your theory, well, that's fine. It's absolutely great. It means you've got another problem to solve. And uh, Heather Havrileski has been writing several newsletters on the subject of failure recently 
and essentially saying the point at which to worry is when you're not setting yourself up for failure because when you're keeping yourself safe when I say you I mean me when we're keeping ourselves when I'm keeping myself safe then I'm definitely failing because I'm not putting myself out there at all I'm not putting myself in a zone where I can actually do anything other than fail because I'm not doing it at all not trying um or if you want the creative coach guru version of this you miss 100% of the shots you don't take I'm sorry to end on a slightly cliched aphorism but look you see where I'm going with this potties you understand you understand the point I'm trying to make I think Thank you so much for walking with me this week. What a week. It's been, uh, well, another week where some stuff happened that absolutely was not in my plan. I did not plan to get COVID this week. Uh, That was not part of the great idea that I had for this period of my life. Uh, But apart from anything else, that just goes to show there's no point having a great plan for your life because uh, it's very unlikely to come true. I'm hugely grateful for your company. Uh, happy Friday. Hope you're having a good one. And uh, please have a look at the Walk the Pod Walking Club. There are now going to be uh, sort of private podcast episodes at the beginning of the week, uh, regular blog posts, uh, which, I've, which I've sent for weeks and weeks and weeks now on Friday. So, Friday blog posts and also photographs from behind the scenes of the podcast, Monday to Friday on Lens, which is Patreon's version of Instagram Stories. If you don't know Patreon, Patreon is a platform which allows people to support creators who make things that they love. And if you go to rachelwheelieisfunny.com, you will be sent straight to my Patreon page through the power of the internet. And thank you to Captain Tim for making that magic happen, for I am a bear of very little brain and probably wouldn't be able to make that happen myself. Lots of love. Take care of your beautiful mind. And I will be back on Monday with episode six.